For more great content, make sure you follow 717 Sports Media on all your podcast listening platforms. Also follow us on social media on Twitter at 717 underscore sports, Facebook and Instagram at 717 Sports Media. We're also checking on our website daily for your daily news and sports videos at 717sportsmedia.com. Jacksonville, but he's a Browns fan. Love it. Uh, the number one troll on earth, I call him, uh, Chad Clark. Uh, um, so we're back after probably, no, no, probably the best playoff games, back-to-back games we've had since it started. Would you agree with that? I would, but first, Coach, I just want to, you know, wish you Merry Christmas and, uh, you know, hopefully you had a happy new year. You know, we're, we took a little hiatus over the holidays. And uh, how was how was your Christmas? Did you have a good Christmas, Coach? Yeah, it was great Christmas. And then we went down to Atlanta from the 26th to the 31st. I was down there with all those old Miss Penn State fans. I was staying in a hotel. A lot of them were. Oh, I went to the College Football Hall of Fame. It is awesome. Anybody listening? Chad, you got to go. It's incredible. They, it, they do it really well done. Um, I had a great time. We went there the whole family. We were there for like three hours, and we really enjoyed it. They have interactive stuff. You can like sing the fight song. You can do a, a game day set. Uh, you kick field at field goals, forty yard dash, all this stuff. It's really cool. Okay, I let, let's my follow up to that. Did you kick a field goal, or did you run a forty yard dash? I kicked a field goal, and I just missed it. I went old school. I went so, old school, and. So it, 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 yeah, I went toe kick, and I I missed it by like three feet. It just went right below. Oh so. man, how how far? Fifteen yarder? Uh, I think it was twenty. Yeah, it was like twenty, twenty, twenty two, something like that. Just missed it. Anyways, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I had a I had a blast there, and uh, uh, it, you know, I tell you, you know, it's college football index. Uh, it was fast. Oh, I saw Calesta. Calesta was there. He just pulled up, and then we gave each other a hug, said hi. He was running somewhere. I was, and he was down there. So it was crazy because we stayed at a hotel like literally two blocks away from from uh, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It's a beautiful area. and But I'll tell you this observation I had. Penn State fans are like your rowdy, crazy people, and Ole Miss fans are not. They're just like a different group. You know, it's very much a buttoned-up group. You know what I mean? The guys were wearing like polo shirts and a little more quiet, and the Penn State fans were like, ah! And then they, you know, the, the women are wearing skirts with boots, and it's just like a different vibe. And uh, but it, it was fun. I, I was glad we went down, and just got away a little bit, and so that was a lot of fun. And you didn't go to the game, right, Coach? No, was... we didn't go to the game. We went to the fan fest, which was free, and they had all, all these trampolines and all this stuff for the kids to do. It was a completely free event. <laughs> we did not go to the game. Uh, we went to a lot of places. We went to the Aquarium Zoo, Coca Cola, uh, Civil Rights Museum. We did every, everything you think of down there. It was it was fun. So. Well, I can tell you, uh, the you know the the Nitty Lions got their asses kicked. They did, they did, they did. They did not play well. Uh, I watched Big Ten is Big Ten. Now they're in Michigan. Looks like the Big Ten's a one uh, is a one one ba- one man band. Yeah, but the Big Ten is doesn't Washington count? <laughs> yeah, I, I did say that. I mean, you got two two teams in the national title, both uh, both being the Big Ten. All right, guys, so we're going to go over the college football playoffs from last night, and then we're going to hit some transfer portal stuff, uh, go over some of the bowl records, and, and pick our, our college football championship. All right, so let's go over the first one. Michigan, Alabama, 27-20 Michigan. <sighs> Crazy game. What a great, great game. One of the best college football games I've seen in a long time. Just, it really was. It, it, it was a great game. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I've never rooted for anybody harder than in my life than I did for Alabama. And, um, you know, I lost some money a decent amount on uh, Bama. I thought Bama would win. But, you know, I think that, you know, Michigan outplayed them the whole game. I mean, the second half, Michigan really didn't do much, though. I'll say this. I think Michigan outplayed them badly in the first half, and Alabama was lucky. The turnovers. 
Yeah, the turnovers. The turnovers cost Michigan, you know, or the I guess the punt. Um, they kind of shot themselves in the foot in the first half. And then, you know, the, man, they slept through the third quarter, I thought. Didn't you think, Coach, that third quarter, Michigan just – I, I, I thought I, – here's what I think happened. I, I, playing I think, not to lose. They're they're playing not to lose. Well, I, 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 I think this is what happened. happened. This is what I think happened. I think that first half, Michigan came out with a better game plan and just, just beat them up a little bit. And and they should have been up by more, but the muff punt really changed the, the the first half. Second half, I think Alabama came out better, better coach, better prepared. And then that punter flipped the field. That punter from Alabama is unreal. He averaged fifty mm-hmm. yards a punt, and he a couple times he flipped them inside the ten. And 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 Michigan and 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 they really were playing well uh, on defense. And so I, I, and then when they went up seven, I thought it was over. Uh, I just thought, you know, it, it was over. But Michigan and JJ McCarthy, JJ McCarthy made Ooh. the drive of the game. JJ McCarthy was the difference yes, in the did. game, in my opinion. JJ McCarthy was. Jalen Monroe is a nice story, nice kid, great kid, probably an unbelievable human. He can't throw the ball. He just can't. He's very, he struggles. Anything underneath, he's inaccurate. He throws a deep, deep ball, but they took the deep ball away. Good and deep just ball. So yeah. I, I thought he struggled mightily. Even even this, the last play of the game, if he takes a second and runs to the left, he walks in. The play was designed to go off tackle, and he went up the middle. And the other thing was he had the running back wide open the flat. So if he goes to the left or throws the flat, they score a touchdown, we're going to another overtime. But that's what happens. It breaks the game, close game. So, it, you know, big win for Michigan. Yeah, it looked like it, that last play, he kind of got tripped up a little bit before he got started. He kind of got that – he kind of got hit-checked, and then well, the Michigan stat was swarmed up. I mean, Alabama's starting centers it was awful all night. I mean, he, he had horrible snaps. And, like, like you know, timing is everything in those type of offenses. Like, you need to have that snap right there. And when you have it low like that, it just screws up the timing. And I think it was a little low, and I think he did. Like, the turf was a little off. People kept slipping. You notice that? Like yeah. Michigan, the one time had third and eight, they threw it to the kid, and he was there was nobody near him from Bamba, and he just slipped. And the Moreau well, slipped was, a few times. It's kind of natural. It's like kind of like natural grass. I feel like like they're like the footing just wasn't there. You know, I I, I did notice that as well. I got to say that JG McCarthy, what what a quarterback. I mean, this is a guy that you know he was heavily recruited, but you know Ohio State didn't want him. Notre Dame didn't want him, and he he would have died. I guess he he wanted to go to Notre Dame, and guess who guess who didn't want him? Alabama's offensive coordinator Tommy Reese went with Buckner over JJ McCarthy. They didn't want him either. They they picked mm-hmm. McCarthy over. They they, they picked uh, they, Buckner uh, uh, McCord over him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so. the, you know the difference was McCord. That's the thing, though. McCord committed it early. McCarthy was blowing up a little later. But, yeah, he did want to go to Ohio State, and he did want to go to Notre Dame, but he went to Michigan. So, good for Michigan. Michigan got that kid, and, and he's going to go down as one of the best quarterbacks in Michigan history. You know? Um, what's, you know his ups- what's his upside? Yeah, what's his upside, Coach, in the NFL? Do you think he – first-round pick? I mean, we're, you, you're pretty good at you know, this draft analyst type things. So have you looked at him to kind of see where he might go? Well, I, I actually – it's to? interesting. I just got in a debate with a couple friends of mine, and they're all saying Penix is moving in the first round. And I don't know about that. I Everything I say, think right now is Caleb or Drake. I think it's Caleb one, then Drake. And then three is Jaden Daniels. I think Jaden Daniels has separated himself. And then the fourth, fifth spot is really between, I think, McCarthy and I think Penix. But I think McCarthy – the thing I have a worry about, I think Penix is awesome. And I take him in the second or third, but I don't know if I take him in the first round. The thing I like about like what you said, you made a great point, and I gotta give you credit, is McCarthy can move. How many quarterbacks in the NFL can't move? Starting quarterbacks. Not many. And Penix is kind of a stiff in the back and in, in the pocket. He can move a little bit, but he's a pocket guy. And how he gets along so well is you know, they have the best old line in the country. That's the Joe Moore award winning offensive line. They're really good up front and they protect the crap out of him. Um, so I think McCarthy is a borderline first round pick, and I think he's going pro. Uh, Jim's going to leave him, and he's going to go too. Yeah, you think Jim leaves more or less if they win the national title? 
I think he's gone regardless. I think that he's going because he got Michigan back to where they are, and he's he wants to go back and win a Super Bowl. Right? Yeah, he's a strange fellow. You can't. I don't know if we can predict what Jim Harbaugh is going to do. No, you I don't know, think he's, he's supposed to give interviews. Yeah, he, he's just different. He's a different guy. Michigan wants to wants to give him the big contract, but they said they they won't unless he guarantees he won't go to the NFL for a year or two. Which every year he flirts with the NFL. So I don't yeah. know. I think he's going back to NFL. And I and and I know you might tell oh, I'm sorry, Graves. I'm telling you, March or April, the hammer is going to come down for the NCA. When that does, he he's not an idiot. He's like Pete Carroll. What Pete Carroll do? Pete Carroll left when he knew the hammer was coming down. And I think he's leaving. He's leaving because and the other thing is they're losing everybody. They're, this team is an unbelievable team. And I've been, you know, and and I hate them, obviously, but they're an unbelievable team. And they're losing a lot of teams. Like they're gonna fall back. They're probably like a nine and three team next year because their schedule is really tough next year and they're losing a lot. So I, I think it's just it, it's timing and everything. And and I think he's gone to the NFL. I think the Chargers make a lot of sense. I think Vegas makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Bears, even even the Bears. And no, Bears said that that, the Bears is keeping you. Well, we'll they announced it. Yeah. So. Anyway, so, but it was a great game. I mean, let me ask this. I'm gonna ask you this question. I thought about this all day. I think that Alabama overachieved because they had a quarterback that was limited, and their wide receiver skill sucks. They don't have a legit wide receiver skill, and their O line is very shaky. There, you know, coach. I was just, I was just thinking. I, listen, how, how many sacks did Michigan have? Six or seven? It was five in the first half. So what did they get in the second half? Two. Two. So I think that I think they had seven. So they ended it with seven, which is pretty unbelievable. But a lot of the, a lot of that has to do with their defensive backs. Their defensive backs locked up Bama's wide receivers like nothing I've seen this season. With you know, Bama could throw the. None of those deep balls were even there. It's not that it's not that Monroe he may maybe overthrew a couple, but I mean those defensive backs were were sticking to them pretty good. I mean that's tell you what Michigan is a well coached team, like you said. They their team is a bunch of studs, um, you know, and they're not they're not a bunch of five star kids either. I mean they they've been developed, they've been coached, and I gotta give Harbaugh a lot of credit. You know he took a lot of heat those first couple of years, but man he's these last three years, this team that he had three straight playoff teams, you know, and beat Nick Saban, a Nick, Nick Saban led team to get the national title. And now, you know, listen, they're going up against the Washington team now. It's not going to be no cakewalk. Washington's a hell of a football team. But man, Michigan, they're, they're front seven, they're defensive backs. There's not, they don't, they don't have many, they don't have many holes in that defense. I can tell you that. No, I agree. Uh, you know, when Harbaugh – see, Harbaugh went through – when he got hired, you know, he went through a lot of offensive coordinators, right? And then he had a defensive coordinator, you know, Don Brown. Don Brown was – Don Brown, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And Yeah. And Ohio State just killed Don Brown. Uh, I mean, they, they just tormented him. So what did, what did he do? He had the pandemic year, right? He went two and four in the pandemic year. And, and, you know, and, and like, there was a lot of heat on Harbaugh. So what did he do? He went back and he went and got a couple good coordinators. Their court defense coordinator right now is one of the best in college football. He's unreal. The way they use their coverages and the way they mix between a match man, a man and zone is unreal. They're very well coached on defense. They're, they're, they're at like an NFL level coached defense on offense. Sharon Moore has done an incredible job. Uh, they, you know, they mentioned, Herbie mentioned in the broadcast, they went, you know, why I thought Alabama would win is generally when you are a pro style, run the ball at Alabama team, they destroy you. That's who Alabama's good at, at stopping. They struggle with Johnny Manziel. We're going to spread you out, throw you all around the yard, RPOs. And let's be honest, give Sean Moore some credit. He went to more spread looks. They were in 11 personnel, a lot more than 12. So they went back and they opened, they played more four, three, four wide receivers than they did all year. They opened it up and McCarthy made the plays he should have. So Michigan kind of got away from who they've been the last three years to win a playoff game. And if you look at Harbaugh, I mean, six straight bowl games he lost. And it was always something was weird with them, with them in bowl games. Even before this run, they were losing bowl games. They were losing to Ohio State, and they were losing bowl games. 
So you got to give him credit, and he changed it. He changed the culture. He changed the coaching staff around. And I think it, it just it is a great job by him. And, and I think that the other thing I'll say well, before we get to the second game is there's parity in college football. It's not Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia anymore. It's, you know, these teams are doing a great job in the transfer portal, NIL, whatever they're doing, and they're developing players, and it's creating a more balanced college football. And it's probably only going to get better now with 12-team playoff. So what do you think? Yeah, I agree, Coach, and, and that's uh, that's kind of how I saw it. You know, it's there's a lot of parity. And, and listen, I, I'm, a, I'm a Ohio State um, – I guess you would say a hater, I guess is a word, is a term you would use. But honestly, they might have been just as good as, like, they belonged in some sort of a playoff. Like, for Ohio State, and I know they laid an egg against Missouri, do they look like they want to be there? You know, they were playing their third-string quarterback. I get it. They're all excuses. They still laid an egg. But, like, to have a team like Georgia, Ohio State, the Florida State team, that not the one that they put on the field against Georgia – I'm sure we'll get to that game. These teams deserve to be in some sort of playoff. This is long overdue, Coach. Long overdue. We well, need right. this If you look at Ohio State, I mean, Ohio State went toe to toe with Michigan, and like you know, I, I saw some stuff. I was texting some people. I was like, Michigan made more mistakes in that game than they did three years against Ohio State. I swear to God, three games against Ohio State, they played almost near perfect games against us. Like they didn't. They, they had didn't some drops. Yeah. They didn't do miss field goals. They, they they didn't miss field goals. They didn't do muff punts. You know they didn't miss an extra like like the, the snap with the extra point. They didn't do any of that crazy stuff against us, and they do it against them. I mean, we got one of those breaks last three. You know, last year especially, we might have won. I mean, it was a close game. It went down to the last drive, and so you're right. I mean, Michigan deserves it because they they've been clutched down the stretch. They played well against. Penn State and they played well against Ohio State and you caught it. They were beat up a little bit and they healed and, and they came out with a great game plan. And and McCarthy made so he, many six plays. or seven plays. Six yeah. or seven plays with his legs. He was with better than Monroe. That's the difference in the game. With his legs. How many yes. he ran for two or three first downs. I think a couple times he had like seven or eight yards on first down. He extended some plays to the outside. That I, I know that drive, the first the I think it's the second drive. He he escaped to the right. He threw that ball. They overturned it. They called it out of bounds. That's the type of plays that are game-winning football plays where you extend that drive where you think it's third and eight, third and nine. There's no way you're getting the first down. Bama well, brought the pressure. Is- he escaped the product. Boom. It's just, that's 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 football. I mean, he boy, he's a hell of a quarterback. And he's, yeah, he no, got no, a lot of respect right. for me. I can tell you that. Well, yeah, I agree. And, and the other thing is, and he was the difference in the Michigan game, Ohio State Michigan game. And so uh so you gotta think McCarthy. The other thing is I think McCarthy and I think Pennings, I think Monroe too, for sure, and probably yours too. Like these guys love these these you see the teammates, they love McCarthy. You see the team the Alabama teammates love love Jalen. You know, Jalen left it out on the field. He he just limited it as a quarterback at times. But you know, I tell you what, they don't make it that far without him. You know, he made a lot of big plays, the Auburn game, the Georgia game. He made a lot of big plays to get him there. So Jalen Monroe deserves a lot of credit, Um, you know. And so, you know, it's kind of crazy when you think, big picture when you think about this game. Saban, outside of losing, the first year he lost to Ohio State in the semifinal. He hasn't lost the semifinal since. And then this is the first time. Now, it's going to be more next year when we have 12 teams. But think about this. This is the first Big Ten team to get a win besides Ohio State in a playoff game. You know, it's been Ohio State and Michigan State didn't do it. Michigan had not. So, you know, it, it's a really a big game for Michigan when, you know, Michigan had been two – they lost two years in a row in the, in the, the playoffs. Harbaugh lost six straight bowls, and no Big Ten team had won a, uh, won a playoff game besides Ohio State, and now all those are, are ended. And so that was a great win for Michigan, great win for their program. And, you know, for the Big Ten, you know, everybody's talking SEC Big Ten. You know, that's a big win for, you know, for the for the Big Ten against the SEC, and the SEC won't be in the championship game. 27 million people watched that game last night, Coach. 27 million. I didn't miss one play. Yeah, I didn't miss one play. I was glued to it. 
you, you know, a lot of times when I watch football, sometimes I'll be like work, doing schoolwork, writing articles. I did not. My, my computer was put away. And when it was playing, I put my phone down. I didn't want to see reaction. And, you know, but yeah, that was a great game. I love the, the Rose Bowl. I got to go, great- man. I got to go, Clark. I got to go to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. It looks unreal, buddy. I know. I agree. Uh, the grand, the granddaddy of them all. I got. I want to make it out there too. But I, I know a couple of people have been there, and they they said it's everything that you, you you dream of. It's just it's a it's an unbelievable experience. Yeah, I agree. All right, so Sugar Bowl. I fell asleep, but I did come up. And I did wake up and do the highlights. Uh, Sugar Bowl, Washington thirty-seven, Texas thirty-one. Another great game. Second biggest game. Second biggest game of the year, and you you didn't stay up for it. Come on, you coach. stayed up the whole game. Hell yeah! I I fell asleep. I was so tired, man. Um, but yeah, great game. You know what can I say? I mean, I thought you know Michael Penix Jr. How incredible was he, Clark? Well, I'll tell you what. If they played this game before the Heisman, the Heisman, uh, the Heisman votes came out, I think he's the Heisman, the Heisman winner. I can tell you that. That was probably his best game of the season last night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has been, you know, he, he's a winner and all that. But he he dropped off. He dropped off the last four or five games. Like he what? Like his first seven games were unbelievable. His last five, he did not play. Yeah, I but agree. Last night, boy, he played unbelievable. He played his best game of the season. That was he, hands down his best game. No, I I, I agree, I, and, and that's what I was trying to argue with some people who were like. It's kind of like the March Madness thing where everybody sees somebody in March Madness and they jump all over them. Oh, you got to draft them. You got to draft them. And it's like, because like, look at the the week, you know, the week in the Pac-12 championship, not nearly as good. One pick, one interception. And then against Washington State, two touchdowns, one pick, 18 to 33, 204. I mean, that's solid, but not great. Gets Oregon State, 13 to 28. You know, 162, two touchdowns. I mean, that, you know, like decent, you know, not bad. That's low 50%. That's that's below fifty percent completion percentage, which in, in college, I mean, hell, yes. uh, Knicks is what eighty percent this year. I mean, yeah, and it, it look at quarterback rating last night, one hundred eighty-eight point seven. He was at four hundred thirty. He was chance. He was awesome. He was unbelievable. He was a difference in the game. He outplayed yours for sure. Yeah, he did. He he did for sure. Um, and and you know, I I here's the thing, I think that. That old line is unbelievable for Washington. They're the Joe Moore Award winner. If you don't know, that means the, the, you know they they give it to the best old line in the country, and that was right. They give him all the time in the world, um, and then they have three legit receivers. They have two or three tight ends, and then they got oh. running backs too. Like like like, it, it is crazy. Like they don't recruit the best, but they just they just that's another team. You know, he's only been there two years, but he's done a great job developing these guys. Dunze is awesome. Dunze last night, six for 125, pulled five for 122. I mean, they just, they got dudes everywhere on offense. And, and, and I love their offense because they're creative and they, they take shots. They're not much digging and dunking. They're, you know, they're going seam routes, deep routes, deep crosses, deep overs. Like, like they're, they're not many bubble screens. They're, they're taking shots. And, and, you know, they're very aggressive and I love it. So yet, you know, they got the big win. The end was kind of weird. That little got a little wonky at the end, but they came away. I'll I'll tell you what, that was, that was, that was those last last 30 seconds. I I mean, I was on the edge of my seat because I I just thought it was going to be a storybook ending for Texas. I really did. And, you know, they had a couple, you know, yours, I, I didn't think did a good job those last, Two or three throws. He didn't give his chance. He didn't give his chance, his guys a chance to really catch the ball. I mean, a couple of them were out of bounds, and even if they did catch it, they they weren't going to be in bounds. There's just, you know, for for as good as they were to get down there to give themselves a chance, you know, you you, you got to throw your ball the ball up in the air. You, you can't throw the ball out of bounds. You just can't do yeah, it. Yeah, it was bad. Now, I agree. Come on, you know, and and you were he's listen, he's a he's a good college quarterback. Is he great? Yeah, I don't know. He's going back. I, I think he's going back. He's got to go back another year. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know. He's 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 okay. He's I don't know how great he is. I, I really don't. I don't know if his game translates to the to, to the NFL level either. I really don't. I think I, don't it, I think he's 
good, but he's a second. He's a second round pick. He's I think well, he's pick. coming back though. I think he's coming back. Give well, I think he's a second. I think he's a second round pick next year. I don't think I don't think there's anything he's going to well, be able next to do. Year, I, mean, I think he could play himself in the first round. He's got a lot of talent. It just you know, like like when you look at like Penix versus he's twenty. Penix has been Penix is twenty four years old by the way. That's he, what I mean. This Penix is sex year. This is sex year for college college football. I mean, it's Penix not like he's been in college nineteen. Six years, yeah, right. Four right. years at Indiana, two years at Washington. Yeah, yeah. It, it just experience matters, and you know, and, and it's not always foolproof, you know. But they made a good point. I was listening to a podcast. They made a good point that you know these college, some of these kids that come in the NFL that don't have a lot of experience in college, like stay for play two or three years. So he played two, one more year wouldn't hurt yours, and he was hurt his first year halfway through. So another year, I, I I think another year he could be a first round pick the following year. So, um, but yeah, I, I I you know Washington, you know after a while, it's not luck. You're just good, and that's what Washington is. They're very good in close games. They always seem the final. They always find a way to get a win. Now eventually, you think their luck might run out, but it hasn't yet through 13 weeks, you know through 14 weeks, right? And so. We will see what they do against Michigan. We'll get to that that in a little bit, but you know they're what, they're a good. What team. a great game that's going to be! Great I really, I think they're so. not a good team, coach. They're great. Washington's a great football team. I mean, I agree. listen, you don't you don't beat Oregon twice. You don't go fourteen and zero. I agree. Yeah, fourteen and zero right now without being a great. They're a great football. Win or lose, this is a great this is a great season for them. You know what? A, what a great year to transition into the Big Ten. Um, just going to be an unbelievable experience in the Big Ten now with that in those four Pac-12 teams. You know, for the, for the most part, you got two blue bloods. And walk, cause I would say Washington's kind of a blue blood, right? I mean, they're, they've been a good football team for the last 20, 25 years. Um, and, uh, and USC, you know, the other ones, USCLA, eh, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to – I don't know if that excites anybody. No, but I mean, I agree. I mean, I think Washington. I mean, it's an incredible job. I mean, seriously, year two making a national championship. You know, kind of remember Bob. Remember we we went through a stretch where second year head coaches won titles like Bob Stoops, Urban Meyer, Jim Tressel, a lot of like second year guys. And so you know, second year, you could see it here. I mean, I, I think that they'll have a shot. It's it, Penny's going to need to play the great game again. It's got he's got to play at that level again. Um, and, and 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 you know I saw a lot of people thinking Texas was going to win because Texas front is really really good. Their front four is dogs, but they didn't get much pressure on Penix. Penix kind of eat them ate them alive because that O line from Washington's really good. So it, it, if Penix yeah, it, it's going to be a good matchup, good matchup with that front with Michigan's front front four. If they don't have to bring pressure to get to get pressure on Penix, that's going to make a huge difference in that game. That might that's going to be the difference right there if they can get pressure in the front without without blitzing. And the thing with Washington, though, I worry about their defense. I worry about them just getting gashed in the run game, giving up 250 yards rushing and Michigan wearing them down. That'd be my worry. Um, they're going to have to score. Like they've got to win the. It's got to be a shootout. You know what I mean? It's got to be a 35-31 type game. A, you know, 35 to 20, you know what I mean? Like, like they're not going to win. Like, it's not going to be like yesterday. Yesterday was a slug match between two power weights. Like, Washington can't win like that. They're going to have to score points, and they're going to score on them. I mean, everybody scores on Washington. Yeah, I mean, Michigan's got the best defense in the in, in the college football. I mean, it's it, for 14 games, they have been the best defense in college football, and they proved against Bama. They gave up 17 points against the – a good Alabama offense that what scored thirty something against uh, Georgia, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Let me ask you like, this. I, I, if Georgia's in this game, who won? Who won? Georgia, Michigan. Shit. <laughs> I don't know. Georgia's pretty good. They were due to lose. You don't win that many games in a row without. I'll tell you what. I think it's just a travesty that Georgia and Ohio State didn't get a shot this year. I, I really – in Florida State. Those three – come on. Those three teams, you don't lose one game. That, that, that's why we're going to the 12-game playoff. I probably would have took Georgia. I, I think Georgia is the best team in the country. And I think they proved against Florida State. I know it was the play of the Florida State game, team, but to put up 60, they could have put up 80. Come on. That's – they're pretty – they're loaded. 
Their third string tight end is probably going to be one of the best tight ends in the nation next year. I mean, you know, they got their quarterback coming back. I mean, they're going to be, you know, they're they're reloading. And I think it's going to be a tough. I think it's going to be a tough, tough for Nick Saban to win another one unless he can get that elite quarterback. And I'll tell you what, Jalen Monroe, he almost got him there, but he's also lost him a few games too. He just can't. He, like you said, coach, he just when they take away his run. He's just not there. I mean, he he made all his plays with his legs yesterday. He didn't sit back in the pocket and pick nothing apart the whole game. And he missed the deep balls. He didn't connect with the deep ball. And that was he, probably the he is he is run deep ball because he yeah he, you know like so much so much of college college playbooks are those deep ends those deep crosses you know different t- concepts and he's just not accurate enough. I I've seen it. He throws it at their feet. He's just not. Mm-hmm. I, I'm even like. Like those, like when you do like bubble screens and, and different things like that, he hit them, but like he he's not accurate on those sometimes. So he's just not an accurate enough quarterback. I he's a great kid. He really is. Seems like a wonderful person. Uh, maybe he'll get better. I mean, Jalen Hurts, I couldn't throw the ball either. And look at him now in the NFL. Um, so True. I don't know, but, but but we'll see. You know, it's gonna be a great game. It's gonna be a great game for sure. I can't wait. All right, let's go over hey, the polls. Hey, how did uh? Hey, yeah, let's go. How did we do on our? How did we do on our picks last week? Who uh? Who came on top? You know, you didn't look. Uh, oh, okay. You I won by look. one. Oh, one by one. That's it. Four one to three two. All right, let's go over the Bulls. Oh, okay. Now, I'm, okay, let me go over this before I go over the Bull records. It is so hard to judge these Bulls. I, I'm telling you, like Florida State had 27 opt outs and. Like I don't know. Sort of, sort of, coach. Sort of Georgia between injuries and portals. Georgia. They had their quarterback. I just think that's different. And then they, and then, then you you know, you look at like I didn't really. It's so hard to tell. It's just like Utah played. You know, like Utah had a ton of opt outs. Uh, you know, like Oregon. Then everybody played. So it it, it was. I don't know. The bowl games are hard to tell. Uh, it's hard to – I think they're hard to give a barometer for next year. I've always thought that, but I think it's even harder now. Uh, I think next year with the 12-team playoff, I think the Bulls still matter. Don't get me wrong. Jay Book had a great post about the Kansas Bowl that he went to. Kansas won a bowl. You know, in, you know Missouri beating Ohio State. Missouri, that bowl meant a lot to them. And, and I'm not saying they don't matter. I'm just saying they're hard to judge because of everything that, that's transpired with them. Hey, hey! Look at look at your boy Lane uh, uh, Lane Kiffin down there at Ole Miss. You don't think that mattered to him? Did you see him on the sidelines? Well, no, I agree. I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I'm saying it does matter, but I'm saying it's hard to judge it because Penn State had four or five opt outs. They were missing the first or second best tackle in the country. You know, their best corner. You know, it's hard to judge. Like, like it's. Now I think Aller sucks. Can I officially say Drew Aller is a bust and sucks? Like he's awful. I just don't think he's in the right. Yeah, he's not accurate. He just isn't. He's not. He's it's probably not the right offense for him either. Yeah. I think Drew Aller sucks. Yeah, he's. I. I. I don't know if he's going to be their guy next year. Uh, I, I'd be. I think you they know, are. I mean, they don't like Bull Pagella, the backup. I don't know why they won't. The the kid the kid I covered. He, he, he's a runner. I mean, maybe he's not the best passer, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But it, anyways, I agree. So let's go over the bull records. Pac-12, like it, again, parody. Pretty spread out. Pac-12 went 5-3. and three. Big 12, 5-4. and four. SEC, 5-4. and four. Big 10, 5-4. and four. ACC, 3-3. Three and three. Now, the Big 10, I will say, on the big stage. It was the bottom feeders. It was the Michigan. bottom feeders yes. of the Big 10. Like Maryland, Maryland beat me. Auburn, Auburn. Like, yep. yeah, like Ohio State lost to Missouri and Penn State lost to Ole Miss. Those, those are your headliners. So Wisconsin teams, lost. Wisconsin lost to LSU, lost but to LSU. that was probably that was probably one of the better games. Coach. Yeah, I watched that. Was that one of the better games. I took the over and hit that baby, so that was good. Uh, but yeah, so what do you think of the overall Bulls? You know, I, I read somewhere where there could be some discussion of of moving these bowl games to the beginning of the season. Could you imagine having some of these great match, great matchups at the beginning of the college football season to get everybody hyped up, and then you come out and you finish with the twelve game playoff? I just think that would be amazing, yeah, you know. And you then imagine- you don't have these, you don't have guys opting out. You know, it's part of the season. 
It's just, you know, could you imagine Ole Miss, Penn State, uh, LSU, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Missouri to play, you know, week zero of, of the 2024 football season? <laughs> It'd be unbelievable. Okay, but okay. Be unbelievable. Well, yeah, but you're right. I, I agree. That would be unbelievable. Well, you know, I think they should, you know, with the 12-team playoff, they should start scheduling more. Like, I love a home-and-home home between, like, if you're, like, uh, SEC, you know, they do the ACC Big Ten Challenge, challenge of Basketball. Wouldn't that be fun yeah. in, 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 in football? If you took – you all you got to do is slot it. You say Alabama won the SEC, so they're playing Michigan next year in non-conference. And then you go all the way down the list. That would be so much fun. And with twelve team playoff, one game isn't gonna hurt you that much. You can still, you know, you know, win it. Um, now I, I now let me go over the Penn State, Ole Miss, and the Ohio State, Missouri game. Okay, if that game was a playoff game, so imagine both were playoff games. Okay, Ohio State mm-hmm. plays Missouri. Missouri has to go to Ohio State number one because Ohio State's got the better record. Two, Ohio State's gonna have McCord, uh, Fleming, and Harrison play. Okay. Three, they're going to have a home field advantage. Penn State, same thing. They're going to have all their opt-ins, and they're going to be playing in state college. So they could be totally different games. But not to take anything away, Missouri outplayed Ohio State. They totally deserved to win the game. And Ole Miss totally outplayed Penn State. They totally deserved to win the game. So kudos to both programs. But it's just like the 12-team playoffs is going to change everything next year. I honestly can't wait for it between that and Oklahoma and Texas joining the the SEC and the four – the four big, uh, you know, the four Pac-12 school joining the Big Ten. It's going to be so much fun next year. Can, can I just say, Coach, that that Missouri-Ohio State game set football back 50 years that first half? What an awful first half of football. It was, it was so bad. It was horrible. I mean, it, it, Ohio, it, State's it quarter- Ohio State's quarterbacks looked like they were playing JV football because the offensive line was so bad. I mean, there's just four guys rushed. <laughs> it was like it was like a JV. It was like well, a bad JV football game. It was this terrible. Is what happened. It was awful. Well, what, this is what happened. What what happened was once they realized Devin Brown was gone, they couldn't throw the ball. They just teed off. And the other problem was, uh, did you see that about the? You texted me about the center, Ohio State center, went on a podcast and said some stupid things, and I, they benched him, and and so they took their right guard and moved him to center. And oh, dude, I don't know what they're doing. The right guard should not have been playing. The right guard got blown up the whole game. They're really going four linemen versus, versus you know, Missouri's front. They had no chance. And then the fact that you couldn't run the ball because they knew you couldn't throw the ball because you have an 18-year-old kid out there trying to throw the ball compared to, you know, Devin Brown is at least more seasoned. So, yeah, it was it was a, a bad it- offensive performance. Let me ask, let me ask you this: Is the is the two coaches James Franklin, Ryan, crying Ryan Day on the hot seat? I don't think Ryan Day is on the hot seat. I don't think either on the hot seat. Or they lukewarm, lukewarm. Now, I think it's a big year, maybe a make and break year for for Day, but I don't think. I think you know. I, I tell you this: Your whole demeanor about Day has changed since the Lou Holtz comment. Ever since then, you have you've just gone after day, gone after day, gone after day, and I understand. I like I I have I have some real frustrations with day right now. He's got a big offseason. He's got to make some staff changes. He he's got to get Will Howard in there. He's got to do some stuff. Well, uh, you know, I agree. You know, the, the program's not where where it should be. But I'm not going to sit there and act like he's like like. John Cooper or anything like that. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna be a hater the way you are. You know, you want to hate on him, go ahead. You know, I've never hated on Notre Dame the way you hate on Ohio State, but go ahead. You want to hate on him, but be at it. That's good. I get it. I, I <laughs> think say, is he on the is he on the hot seat? He's not. You don't think he is? I think that I I think he I think Ryan Day is a year away from the hot seat. He's got to beat Michigan. He's got to get his quarterback. He's got to get. A, he's got to get a two-year starter in there, right? With, I mean, that's 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 step number one. With the way Will Howard's coming to Ohio State, he's he a difference maker. The, they're, they're, the, Kansas State's going to start that that freshman over him. So how good is is Howard? No, 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 no. Like he's, he's losing. He was at Kansas. Kansas. He's losing his job. He's losing his job. Right? They're going to start that freshman. I don't think so. Uh, I think that 
Mm. I think Will Howard is an upgrade because of the experience factor, the way Penix, wait, you look at Penix, you look at Knicks, you look at those guys. I, you know, I think they come in and DJ's going to Florida State. I think that experience matters. I think he, he is an upgrade. And then I think it gives them, it buys them a year. It gives Lincoln a with year. Air, with air. It, Lincoln Keen holds a year and it gets Aaron, Aaron Nolan. Nolan. Aaron Nolan, they love. It gets those two guys a year to develop. They don't want a multi-year guy. They could have got a multi-year guy if they wanted. They don't want a multi-year because if they get a multi-year guy, if they would have got Malachi Nelson or something like that, it would have blew up the quarterback room. They don't want that. They still believe in Aaron Nolan. They still believe in Lincoln Keenholz. The, the problem with Devin Brown was he's hurt. He's got hurt three times in nine months. I, I don't think you could trust the guy because he's got hurt. You know, he, he could be good, but you can't you can't go into next year with him with three injuries in a year. He hurt himself in spring ball, got hurt during the season, and, and he got hurt in the bowl game three times in, in nine months. He'll so. be gone. He, he won't be there. He'll, he'll be gone in the spring when they open the portal back up. Yeah, I think he'll be gone. I think Will Howard comes in. They keep Lincoln. Lincoln develops. Aaron Nolan develops, and they go from there. Anyways, I, yeah, look, the, I the, big those are the three guys next year. There's a big offseason for Ohio State. He's got to make some staff changes. He's got to get Will Howard, get a couple more transfers. But I don't think, like, the world's coming to an end at Ohio State. I think that Michigan's losing everybody. Harbaugh's probably leaving, and you're in a good spot next year. But I tell you this, I'll tell you this, Clark. He loses to Michigan next year. He's on the hot seat with a new AD, and he could be in trouble. So I know you think we're going to go nine and three next year. I don't think so. I think we'll win 10, 11 games and be fine. So I got to see. What, I got to see. What, I got to see. I got to see the quarterback is going to be. If he goes nine and three, misses the playoffs, is he? Is he out? I don't know. He's still got a good record. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, we gotta wait and see. So I mean, he, you are such a prisoner of moment guy. After after Freeman lost to Louisville, you said fire Freeman. And now you're loving him I, because I would, he beat I would him. Fire Freeman. You'd fire him right him now. Because the Oregon State game. I think I think there's better options out there, but for the for the money you're paying Freeman. It's, listen, they're not paying him ten million dollars like Ryan Cry and Ryan Day. They're paying him three point five million dollars. Like he, like there's assistance that they're making two point five. Money, whatever. No money, money's a big factor in it. Listen, you, you get it's it's all relative. You get what you pay for. Like Ryan Day's making ten million dollars. Nick Saban. Do you think they're going to pay Nick Saban thirteen million dollars to go eight and four? No, they're not. Well, first off, Freeman they're, makes five. Yeah, does he make five? Yes, he's not. He's not. He's not a top fifty paid college football coach. Probably you can tell. You can you can put that in your book. There's no way he's top fifty. It's like I, I get it. I mean, he offended Lou Holtz. I'm sorry you're all offended because you defended Lou Holtz and yelled at Lou Holtz. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you lost all faith in Ryan Day. That's fine. Whatever. Hey, okay. Let's switch. Let's switch it to your to your guy, James Franklin. They don't make the playoff next year. He goes nine and three. Which is a real possibility if you look at his schedule. I don't think they're going ten and two. I don't think they're going eleven and one. I don't think they're going twelve and zero. If he goes eight and four, nine and three, is he gone? No, he's owed too much on his contract. Wow, wow, he's okay. owed too much money on his contract. His bio well, doesn't work. Well, I, I mean, Penn State's got money, but they don't got Texas A and M oil money. I'll tell you what: if he doesn't make that playoff this year, and he goes nine and three. I mean, if you look at their schedule, their schedule is every bit as, as tough as Michigan's. Their, their schedule – I think – no, their schedule isn't as hard as Michigan's because they're nine conferences. Are it's, they? It's, we got to play Texas. Yeah, it's, just, Michigan might have the toughest schedule in the country next year. If they go undefeated next year, I, I would be – what's up? They ain't They're probably going to – they're going to be six and six. Harbaugh will be gone. They're, they're going to be – Michigan will not be will not be good next year. Yeah, I think they will. A... They'll be they'll be eight and four. That, this is a, it'll be a rebuild year unless they hit the unless they hit the portal in the spring hard. Sixty four million dollar buyout. I, Franklin's going nowhere for at least two or three years. He's going nowhere. Yeah. I, I I think Day is a year away from really being on the hot seat. You know, if he goes ten and two next year, beats Michigan and makes the playoff. He'll be the head coach for another two years because, like, beating Michigan and making the playoff is what matters. 
Hell, if he lo- if he goes ten and two and loses to Michigan and makes the playoff and then makes the playoff run, he might be all right. The playoffs gonna change everything, right? You imagine? Yeah, you, but right. man. I mean, you make it a good point. Georgia, Georgia. Okay, they lost to Alabama. You give Georgia a, a second chance of trying to run a national championship. You get Ohio State another chance of running a national championship. You know, that's a that's a game changer. It is a game changer. It is a game changer. All right, let's just do this. Let's skip the portal talk to next week and let's and let's just go right in the national championship next week. Let's do we'll do national championship recap, portal rankings, and I'll give you my way too early top ten. Okay. okay, here we go. National championship pick. All right, so last week you went 4-1, I went 3-2. Wow, you crawled back into it. This is close. I'm 38-32 and 4. You're 37-33 and 4, so you are nipping at my butt. So it's Michigan minus 4.5 versus Washington. I think it could be an epic game. Last year, you and I, a, a year ago, you and I were both saying that the Ohio State-Georgia game was probably the national championship and that Georgia was going to blow TCU off the water. What, the water yeah, what do we say, Coach? We, we, we said it was going to be like a 27-28 point game, didn't we? I mean, yeah, I, I, I firmly yeah. believe we thought it was going to be like 35 to 10. What, what was the final score last year? Was it 50-something oh, to 7? Yeah, I think it was in the 6. I don't even remember. I stopped yeah. watching at halftime because it was so bad. It was like the it was I, like I the Florida State Georgia game. Yeah, it, it, it was it like the was, Florida State Georgia game. That was embarrassing. Was that, like, that game was embarrassing. I, I agree. It was it was in sixty five to seven. <laughs> I, I, yeah, and it was like it was like forty two to three seven at halftime. I think <laughs> thirty eight seven at the half. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I quit. Oh I quit watching. God. What a crappy game that was. It's crazy. It is crazy to think TCU beat Michigan. That was a good Michigan team. I mean, well, you know what? Go back, Coach, go back back and watch that game. There were so many breaks that went against Michigan in that first first quarter. Like that fumble on the one-yard line. Like just just crazy stuff that never happened. Let's be honest, McCarthy was bad. Yeah, he did not have a good game. I mean, he had some drops, but, like, they had a couple fumbles. Like, you know, I always say interceptions are part of the game. Fumbles are almost like flukes. Like, you know, fumbles, you know, most of the time you recover you cover your own fumble. But, like, Michigan had, like, two fumbles. Like, it was just – it was, like – it was all over the place. Well, and, and the thing is, 51 to 45. And, and this will be interesting to see with the 12-team playoff if this changes, Clark. You give these kids a month and these coaches a month – to prepare, motivate them. Because TCU came out, oh, nobody thinks we're going to win this game. And they came out with, you know, that was probably the best game plan Sonny Dykes ever came up with. And he had his team rip-raring, fired up, and like us against the world. They just couldn't do it 10 days later again. You blow that wad once. You can't then. And then the other thing is Georgia probably went in with their heads a little high, and then Ohio State gave them a great game. And then afterwards, they're like, oh, no, we're not going to let that happen again. It's like, the psychology of these games, you know, plays a big role. So I, I took Alabama yesterday, Clark, and but you know what what I should have saw was I thought when the spread initially came out, it was Michigan minus two, right? Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I thought it would flip the other way. I thought by the end Alabama would be favored. And when I looked at kickoff, like an hour before kickoff, and it was minus two and a half. It was plus two and a half Alabama. I was like, man, Vegas still believes in Michigan. I might be wrong here. But I went. I, I just had a feeling Saban was going to beat them, and probably because I hate Michigan so much, I just went with that. I was probably blinded by my hatred. Um, but, I mean, Vegas knows, right? <laughs> I, w- I would say that team is uh, is pretty damn equal. Other than the fact that I think Michigan's quarterback is better, and whenever you have an equal team, you have to look at the quarterback and usually look at usually look at the the, the coach. But I mean, let's be honest: who's a better coach, Nick Saban or, or Jim Harbaugh? And don't tell me. I know Saban's got six six national Saban's championships. Going to go? Is he though? Is he a better fo- pure football coach? You put yes. you put Jim Harbaugh in an NFL team. You put Nick Saban on an NFL team. You put him on a random college football team. Who's going to come out on top? Is I it going to be Saban or Harbaugh? I think that's, I think that's a ridiculous comment. 
The guy's won, won I, I, eight, seven national championships. And, and, he's won them, and he's won them multiple ways. He won them with pro-style offense. He won them with spread offense. I mean, he, he he's won them on defense. He's won them on offense. He, he's won them by kicking an onside kick to get the ball back. And I, I got, you can't I tell got, me Jim Harbaugh's a better coach. You can't tell me he's a better head coach it, when he lost six straight bowls. If you're a great head coach, you don't lose six straight bowls. Come on. He went 0-5 against it, Michigan, it, Ohio State to start his career, and six straight bowls. You can't tell me you're a good coach if you do that. I mean, he's a good is he, coach. Is he a better coach? Than the greatest coach ever. A, well, is the greatest coach ever still a great coach at 74, 75 years old like he is now? I don't know. I don't know. I think he is. That was. I, I think you could argue that was his best coaching job ever. Now, it, it's kind of like the Belichick thing. Like, like, I think that Nick Saban has had some misses on the recruiting trail. As a coach, oh, he's still an unbelievable coach. The recruiting has killed him. They don't have really? different figures. Really? That that defense hasn't looked the same the last three or four years. And you know he hasn't won he hasn't won a national title the first time at Bama in three years. And I'm I telling think, you, he's I not think, gonna win next I year. He's not gonna win next year. I think the the changing dynamic of college football and these offenses, it's hard to have a great defense. And I know Michigan's done it, but but and the flip side is you know, I think like they don't have like I look at Alabama and I don't see the difference maker receiver and I don't see a difference maker at running back and I see some holes in the old line. Now, you know, and quarterback. So I think it's really like his recruiting at on offense has fallen off. His recruiting at defense is still good. I mean, Dallas Turner's gonna be a first round pick. You know, the corners are gonna be first round picks. I mean, their defense didn't blow it yesterday, Clark. Their defense kept them in the game, yeah. their offense stuck. Well, I'll tell you what, that overtime, that, that, over, that overtime possession, <laughs> I would say that pretty much blew it. Two runs, 25 yards? Come on, coach. I, I, you can't, that, you can't allow that. That's Michigan. They're, they're good in those okay, situations. Okay, okay, okay. I, I'm just I got saying, you. Like, I'm saving stuff the game. Alabama's offense did nothing the entire game. The only time they scored a touchdown, the first touchdown was set up on a special teams blunder. Like, they did nothing. Monroe did nothing. Let me let me ask I'm you this, coach. Saying, All right, I, I'll, I'll give you Saban. I think Saban's overall the better coach, but I wouldn't. I would probably take a fifty-two-year-old Jim Harbaugh over a seventy-five-year-old Nick Saban right now. I probably would. No, I, would, I don't think I there's would, anything wrong with that. I think. And let me ask you this: If he he wins the national championship this year, he goes to the NFL in two or three years, he wins a Super Bowl. Are you going to say, "Oh, Saban's a lot better coach than than, than Jim Harbaugh"? Nick Saban is the greatest coach. He's already been. He, he, I'm not talking about a college coach. I'm talking about a a football coach, not a college coach. A football coach. If all I'm saying is Harbaugh goes and takes another team to the Super Bowl, be a second team, and he wins one, and he wins this national championship next Monday, he's going to go down as one of the best football coaches of all time. He's going to. I disagree. He if he wins the Super Bowl, maybe. That's what I mean. If he wins the Super Bowl. I, I I think that Nick Saban two, I really think, two teams to the Super Bowl. I think Nick Saban could for sure have been successful in the NFL. It was a quarterback thing, and he just hated the NFL and he went back to college. I mean Nick Saban worked out is the well. best college Nick Saban is the best college football coach of all time. I, I don't get this defeat. love affair you have with Jim Harbaugh. He's 0-6 in bulls until last night and Well you just told me bulls don't matter. You just told me bulls other than the playoffs don't matter. What recently, but prior to that, they did every the opt out things new the last two or three years. Yeah, not not really. It's been around for it's been around for a long time. Every every good NFL player that that's going to be a first five five or ten. Remember that? Remember that tight end that played for Michigan? What about five or six years ago? The butt kid. I mean, he was going to sit out. He ends up playing. He gets hurt. I mean, that goes back six seven years ago. So don't tell me prior it's been a, a recent thing. He went zero and two in playoffs, and he didn't win one playoff game, and. And the first one, he got blown out. Second one, he lost to an inferior team. So I'll give I'm you the TCU saying, game. I'll give you the TCU. He, that, I'm just that's saying, like, you, I don't know if it's, you want to troll me or what. Like, this love affair, like, do I think he's a good coach? Yeah, I think he's a good coach. Do I think he's good? He's a great coach. Out? Yeah. He's a great coach. I don't know. If, I wouldn't know if I'd say great. I think he's a good coach. But his team I mean, took a team to a Super Bowl. I mean – and two NFC championship games? I mean, come on, coach. 
Like, let's, all, let's, he, it, he just turned 62. You said 52. He's 60. So 12 oh, years. Shit. He's the greatest a, head coach ever. He looks, I mean, he looks he's good got, for 60. He, he does. Nick Saban looks good for 72. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is this is Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. Ten and three, ten and three, eight and five, ten and three, nine and four. I mean, two and four. I mean, his first six years were blah, and he went own five against yeah, Ohio State. And what was the what was the six years prior to Michigan? And then we'll end at that. We'll, we'll we'll talk about the game. No, I agree. The first six years before that wasn't great, but I'm saying like it took you six years. Like, like it, he's lucky he didn't get fired. Like, you know, if 2020 was a full year, he would have got fired. They went two and four in a pandemic year. If there was a full year, they were going six and six. They had a horrible team in 20. They were wearing six and six. He really got fired. He and he took a lot. He took a pay cut. He's lucky. He Man, didn't get you fired. just, you just, you just, you live in the moment. You got to look at the big picture. I am looking at the picture. You're living in the moment. Last two years have been incredible. But to say he's like the greatest coach, he's better than Nick Saban. You've done lost your mind. I, I don't know. One person in I, America. I think, I think he – I honestly think he's just as good as a coach right now as Nick Saban. I, I really do. This point in time. Not not body of history, but this point in time, I would say he's probably one of – listen, he's taking inferior talent and in, in coaching them up. And, I mean, he's he's coaching them up. And he's made three straight, three straight uh, um, final fours. And I mean, no he's, he's taking a team. Job, I'm just saying, it, and it, he took it, a team it, to a Super Bowl, and that's that to me is a big deal. But you know, here's the thing: you got to give Michigan credit; they were patient with him. I mean, ten and three, ten and three, eight and five, ten and three, then nine and four, and he's losing bowl games. You know, he lost to Orange Bowl, lost to Outback, lost to Peach, lost to Citrus, and and. You know, like they were patient. You know, they could have very easily fired him, but because he was Harbaugh played there, he's a Michigan man. They they, they stuck with him, and they're you know, and that's what I hope with Ryan Day that Ohio State can be patient, and hopefully he can figure it out. You know, you could hope they can figure I, it out. I mean, coach, so, he, was taking, he took over for Rich Rodriguez and Brady Hoke. I mean, come on, man! Like, it's not like they had the program like uh, like Trestle and Urban, Urban Meyer had for Ryan Day. Okay, okay. And, and what basically crashed us over. Okay, okay. Let's let's play your little thing. Trestle took over for Luke Fickle the year before. It wasn't very good. I mean, he took over for John Cooper, who was 6-6, six and six, coming off a loss. And then Urban Meyer came in after Luke Fickle for one year, and Jim Trestle kind of fell off towards the end. So I understand they were 10-2. I mean, look, okay. I don't think falling off is, okay, listen, is a pretty good season. Listen. It took him seven years to do what he's supposed to do. Most coaches, you don't get seven years to turn it around. Seven years to turn around to their what they want, their standard. Seven years. Well, I mean, I mean, what's I, Ryan I mean, Day? I mean, what's Ryan Day at? What's Ryan Day going to get? He's got a lot more wins seven? than he does after seven. Well, a bunch of wins against a a, a, a cupcake uh, Big Ten schedule. Yeah, any of these. I mean, a lot of these. Come Ryan on. Ryan Day on, Ryan Day beat Clemson in a bowl in, in a playoff game. He's got a playoff game. He's got some bowl wins. I'm just saying, like, it took him seven years. You're telling me this year, like, well, should they fire Lincoln Riley after two? It took this guy seven years to reach what they wanted. I'm not. I'm not saying USC is going to fire Lincoln Riley. I say is he going to flirt with the NFL? Okay. Knowing that he can't recruit to, yeah, I'm trying yeah, to this knowing podcast, he can't really, recruit. You went on this crazy tangent. You're nuts. You are nuts. I, I can't wait, uh, Kevin Wagner. I can't wait to you listen to this. And you listen to this, and Brett Wilhelm and other people. He thinks Nick say he thinks Jim Harbaugh is a better coach than Nick Saban. Put that down right now. Right now, I do. That's at this very moment. That is. Oh my god! All right, prisoner moment in the game. He lost by in no. overtime on the last play of the game. I think, I think, I think right now I'd rather have Jim Harbaugh coaching my team for the next five years, not five years ago, the next five years, than I win Nick Saban. That's it. That that's that. I don't think crazy. that's that crazy. Okay. Anyways, all right. Here we go. Minus four and a half. Michigan's favorite over Washington. Give me, I'll give me the Huskies. 
Give me now. Give me the Huskies plus the four and a half. What? I'm shocked. <laughs> we just talked about he's the greatest coach ever. Anyways, Huskies. I'm going Huskies too because I hate Michigan and I do think I like Penix, and I think it's a you know and so I like you know uh, I'll, I'll go. We're both going Washington. All right. I still think I still think Michigan's going to win the game. I think it's going to be a tight game. I think I think it's going to be a little bit like it was the Michigan Alabama game. Could be an overtime. Could come down to the last possession. I really think it's going to come down, and I think Michigan's going to pull it off. But I think they're going to stay within four points. Okay, let me ask you this right now. I'll ask you, and then I'll answer on the other side. If Washington wins this game, what's the game look like? It's like you said earlier. It's a shootout. It's going to be a shootout. It, like, like that's the only way they're going to win. It's either going to be, you know, seventeen thirty-five Michigan, or it's going to be like thirty-five thirty-one, and that could be the score: thirty-five thirty-one. 31-27. It's going to be something like that. I think Michigan comes out on top, but I think Washington covers the spread. I think they cover the four and a half. I really do. Could be a late. Could be a late. Michigan could be up ten. Washington scores with a minute to go. Onside kick. They lose by three. It's going to be something like that. It's going to come down. Washington's too good of a football team. They're not going to lay over and die. They're not. Yeah. My only concern is, like I said, I think Michigan might be able to get the run game going on them. So, you know, you know, and so it's going to be fascinating. You know, think about it. All those times it was Clemson, Alabama. Now you get a West Coast team is going to be the Big Ten and a Northern team, you know, uh, in Michigan. You know, it's great. I mean, no, there's a lot of a lot of stuff out there about NIL and the transfer portal, but college football is still in a great spot. It just needs to be regulated a little bit more, Coach. That's it. I mean – it's all great that players are making money that they can transfer, but it's got to be regulated to one transfer per four years. You can't you can't have these guys going to two, three, four schools in, in a five, six year stretch. It's, it can't happen. It's just it's just crazy. But you know, hey, football football's football's on top. The NFL is 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 one A, and I think college football is one B. I mean, that's where I put it. It is. It is immensely popular. You've seen the Rose Bowl. You look at the Ohio State-Michigan game numbers. You look at, you know, other bowl games. This national championship game should get a big rating because Michigan's a big brand. Washington's somewhat big. I tell you what, though, Michigan versus Al- – let's say if it was Michigan versus Texas, that would have been an unbelievable. Ooh, that's probably and what that, – that's probably what the, that's what the that's what the sponsors wanted was um, Michigan-Texas yeah. for sure. And nothing against Washington. They're a nice story. But I'm just saying Texas, oh, my God. <sighs> That would have been a massive number, yeah. you know, because Washington. That might have been a forty. That, that might have been a forty million, forty million people watching type top type of game. Michigan. Should we get Rick Butler? You want to get Brent Rick Butler on and get his reaction to that championship game next week? Or you just want to probably do get it? Yeah. Well, it's up to you, Coach. You know, we love to have Rick on. Um, I'll tell you what, Tennessee looked damn good with that with that new quarterback in there. Um, I know they're playing a an inferior. Uh, uh, Big Ten team, but uh, boy, they look good. Uh, oh my God! Thank God that Brian Ferentz is done. I mean, <laughs> their, their last their last four games: zero points against Tennessee, zero points against Michigan, thirteen against Nebraska, uh, fifteen against Illinois, and then zero points against Rutgers in a loss. I mean, that, that is and since unbelievable. And they, and they, Twenty-three and they points somehow, in five games, and they somehow won ten games. <laughs> they Big Ten West games. is over. It's over. The Big Ten West is over. We never have to see them those bums again in the Big Ten championship. Thank God. Thank God hey. that's over. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, maybe maybe Ryan Day can go out there after uh, oh, Kirk retires God. and take over. Sorry, he offended Lou Holtz. Jeez, last coach <laughs> who ever won an S championship. God. Hey. If you guys would know the text this guy sends me, he's the biggest troll ever. Anyways, all right, guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, we'll break down Tuesday again. We'll break down uh, all the national championship game, the national championship game from the night before. I- I'll stay up. I won't fall asleep for this one, and I'll watch the entire game because I- I- I'll be hate hate go go Huskies. That's all I'm saying. Go Huskies. 
and and the best coach in college football might lose a championship. So we'll see. Final thoughts. There, All right. Our- I don't think I, I actually think Kirby's the best coach in college football right now, but but uh, I think uh, Jim's probably you know I think Jim's top five. All right. Hey, Thanks, guys, so much good, for listening. Hey, enjoy, Coach. Enjoy the national championship game. It's going to be a great game with two blue bloods, Michigan versus Washington. Be a great game. Going to come down in the last two minutes. Um, Michigan wins, but Washington covers the spread. And uh, sorry about your Buckeyes losing Missouri. It was a it was a hard fought fourteen three ball game. <laughs> it's all right. I was over in an hour. I never got over so much faster of a game. I'm like, give me the off season. Let's go. Hey, but it you know it was funny the night before the Browns took care of business with Flacco, and I, I was I was in a hotel and I watched it in Atlanta, and then the next day the Buckeyes laid an egg. I was like, oh, that's what happens. The Browns are on top, the Buckeyes are down. You know, it's usually the other way around. Usually Buckeyes are top, Browns are down, but I'll take it. Wacko for Flacco. Here we go. Absolutely. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Sorry we went a little long. more great content make sure you follow 717 sports media on all your podcast listening platforms also follow us on social media on twitter at 717 underscore sports facebook and instagram at 717 sports media we're also checking on our website daily for your daily news and sports videos at 717 sportsmedia.com